Hi there, I'm Jerome Whittingham. I'm the editor of HullIsThis.News. Have you got your Christmas tree up yet? Um, I know so many people have put them up early this year, but I don't think any of you will have been thinking of Christmas as early as the following group. We Made This Hull have planned their Christmas trees trail. Uh, their creative leader is Miranda Van Rossum, and she joins me now. Hi, Miranda. Hi, Jerome. So what, what year of Christmas trees is this you're on now? Uh, this is our fourth year. Yeah, we started in 2017, and it's just gone from strength to strength, is the best way of putting it. And yeah, you're right, we've been planning for Christmas for, for a good long while now. We've first started putting the idea out uh, early in September, because it just takes a while for the word to get round and for people to decide whether they want to get involved, etc., and our trees are going up on the 5th of December, so it also meant that we had to get all the details fixed and in order sort of sometime mid-November, which seems crazy early. But when you're organising something <laughs> like this, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that one's sorting properly. So It really is quite an incredible feat that you pull off each time you do one of these community crafting projects. A lot of people would have just given up this year because of COVID and the pandemic and all of its impacts. But now you sort of march valiantly on. But how on earth do you even begin to coordinate the number of people that take part in your projects? Uh, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, basically, I keep a list. <laughs> that's that's the and I keep the list sort of both on my, on on sort of publicly on Facebook and on. Um, on our website and I just have a contact name with that and I'm, I'm, I happen to be fairly organized it does help I think it's also one of those things where however tempting it might be to have lots of different people involved in the organization in some way it's it's, it's good to having the one person at the top who's got the overview who's got it all in hand in that sense but it's an it's interesting because people have different preferences in terms of communication obviously a lot of them are via messenger on facebook but equally some coming via twitter some via email some prefer to speak on the phone. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it's an interesting one. So have you been pretty much flat out full time yourself coordinating this? Initially, well, certainly when you first launch it, you've got to get the word out and that, you know, the first couple of weeks are quite intense in that respect because um, we do rely very heavily on social media more than anything else, to be honest. Um, you know, we have got a budget for these projects, but it's fairly modest, so we can't really sort of, go around flyering everywhere, for instance. And again, in the current climate, possibly not the best way forward anyway. I've already begun to see some of the items that are going to be hung on the trees around Hull. Tell me, you, you've actually had a theme that crafters have been working to this year? Yeah, we try and, and sort of build in a bit of a theme each year. I mean, the last two years have been more sort of generally Christmassy and last year with added garlands, so to speak. Uh, and the first year was sort of all local themes. This year we've gone for reduce, uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. And that was following some discussions that were taking place earlier in the year in our Facebook group about sort of the use of plastics and natural materials and the like. And obviously there's different opinions on it. But we felt that obviously it was an issue that was close to our maker's heart. So we thought we'd incorporate that into the mix. And that's panned out really well, I have to say. Because one of the things that we do is for, for each of the trees, we produce a little poster to go with it, basically to credit the makers of that particular tree. And on this occasion, I thought it would be nice to also have them, you know, the, the, the coordinators for each tree sort of say a little something about how they've addressed the theme. And that's been really, really interesting, really. 
for instance, there's a number, we always get a number of schools taking part and scout groups and what have you. And quite a few of those have really sort of uh, used it as an opportunity to educate the groups they work with. I mean, there's a, a scout group in um, in Marfleet, St Giles, uh, Beavers and Hedgehogs. And the lady who coordinates that, Becky Irvin, uh, she got her scouts to sort of just collect plastic bottles for one week. And the group was absolutely shocked by the, the number of bottles just collected in one week. So they then used that. Uh, to discuss, you know, how can we reduce the use of plastics? How do we recycle? What happens to these bottles afterwards? What else can we do with them? And there's been a number of, uh, you know, Hazel High similarly have, have used it in that uh, that vein. So that's that's been really nice to see. And equally, some people have really focused on how can we reuse the, the uh, creations afterwards. Uh, for instance, there's um, a knitting group at St Columbus, the St Columbus Knitwits, and they do a lot mm. of knitting, absolute loads for for local charities and for charities abroad, blankets, baby items, etc. So they're they're actually decorating their tree with little baby booties and baby hats, red, white, and green. But afterwards, they're obviously going to get clean, but then going to get passed on to the charities that they normally knit for. So it's been a really interesting one, I think, this year. I see. So the project starts early and actually produces some lasting things as well. It's not just not just for December. Now you always have these wonderful statistics that you send me. Or when we when we've chatted before, <laughs> you've told me the youngest person, the oldest person, that sort of thing. So come on, mm. what's the youngest person right. that's taken part in Christmas trees forever? Well, I, I can't say with exact certainty, but we do have two nurseries taking part again. So there'll be some quite young tots. Uh, the one nursery that, that's been taking part in our um, in our projects for a while, sort of regularly contributed to the Christmas one, and they've actually got their trees up already because they felt well, best get in early just in case we do get sh- shut down by COVID or what have you. Might as well get them up while we can. And what they've actually done, it's it's Octagon Nursery on Walker Street, and um, the sort of by uh, the uh, the entrance, rather than having real trees, they've sort of created tree shapes out of bin bags, and then uh, the parents have been collecting lids. Uh, for the kids to decorate. So the baubles are effectively lids, lids, you know, plastic lids or what have you uh, that have been decorated. And the elders, well, we've got, uh, again, interestingly, uh, we've got quite a few care homes involved this year. We always do have, you know, the odd one taking part, but it was something that came up in our AGM, not this year, but last year, that that was possibly a target group that we were slightly missing because, well, as you know, under normal circumstances, we organise our monthly maker days. That they're always in very public places, so people, you know, they're quite accessible, so people can come along and just join in, etc. And obviously, that wasn't possible this year. Uh, but also for people in care homes, even though we strive to be as accessible as possible, those sorts of things aren't necessarily that easy to access. So we, we discussed that previously and we really hoped in some ways that we might have been able to do some bespoke maker days this year, specifically for care homes. Now, that couldn't happen. But what we did do and some of the team have been working on quite uh, quite hard is actually contacting a load of care homes and specifically mentioning the project. And a lot of them have really sort of, you know, leapt up at the opportunity to do something creative, to do something um, meaningful, I guess, with their with their um, their residents, and also having a display outside that that relatives can see as well once it goes up. That's quite admirable. That at a time when um, care homes are accepting fewer and fewer visitors in, you've actually been able mm-hmm. to expand the number of care homes that you work with for Christmas trees forever. So well done on that. That's brilliant. 
So how far and wide um, are the trees? Where, where's the furthest west, for example, and the furthest uh, east? Furthest west, yeah, furthest west will be Hesel High, I think. Also, sort of uh, Castle Hill will have a couple of trees just at the entrance to Castle Hill. And that, again, interestingly, they're, they're reusing decorations that were up outside Hull Royal last year. So again, reusing coming into that. So that's the furthest west. The furthest east is probably Marfleet Way. We've got a couple of trees, Marfleet Way. North, uh, we've got a tree in Beverly as well, a couple of trees on Fleming, Fleming Gate. They're outliers, but it goes all the way up to sort of Brand's home and, and so on. So really, they're all over. Obviously, you'll get clusters of trees. And I think as well, when people look at the map, you know, you can just look and see what's what's relatively local to you. There, there's guaranteed to be a few trees nearby. Anything right in the city centre for shoppers? There'll be a window display at Central Library because, again, what we try to do is make sure that people don't necessarily have to go inside because I know for a lot of people this year that is, you know, obviously a safety issue. So all the trees are either outside or, you know, there's a display in a window. So, for instance, Central Library will have a window display, so we'll plug in whole uh, sort of their swan song, unfortunately. I gather they're closing. Uh, and also the Warren, they do the obviously they do their advent calendar each year, and uh, the window that's going up on uh, the fifth of December will be the one that's actually sort of part of our trail, and we'll focus on sea pollution, if I've understood correctly. Uh, and I think there was one more, yeah, Hull College as well. They've been taking part in our projects for a good while. There'll be a, a tree in the car park by, by Hull College. So you're not really going to be able to have a Christmas in Hull without without seeing one of your creations. That, that That's quite marvellous. I think you have to try quite hard, really. <laughs> <laughs> so the trail starts this coming Saturday, the 5th of December. Um, how long does it last? It's until the 27th. So the decorations are coming down on the 28th or possibly slightly after. Like I said, we've got quite a few schools taking part. Obviously, they'll be closed over the Christmas period. So those, those sort of decorations will stay up a bit longer. But yeah, for a good three weeks. Okay, very good. And if people want to find out exactly where the different trees are, if they want to go out on a Christmas tree hunt, a Christmas tree spot, um, you've got a map, yeah. is that right? How can people get hold of the details? Yeah, it's downloadable from our website, which is we made this whole .wordpress.com. And it's basically, I keep it up, and it's the first blog post you see when you land on the page. We'll have the link to download the map. And just remind people of your social media usernames. Yeah, again, if you just basically, if you just Google, we made this whole, you'll get to us. We're on uh, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram with those, under those coordinates. And are you using a hashtag this year so people can take photos and send them on to you? Yeah, we've put it on the club posters as well, so hopefully people will take note. Uh, if they use Christmas trees forever, four as a, a number rather than a word. So Christmas trees forever, because that's the name of, of the, the trail the four, because it's the fourth one, and forever because of the sort of the reduce, reuse, recycle theme. Been really good to chat with you, Miranda. Uh, thanks for all that Lovely, information. I look forward to seeing the trees around the city centre and wider from this coming Saturday. We'll make sure we share all of those uh, usernames, hashtags, website addresses uh, with, with listeners in the coming days. Thanks a lot. Thanks for talking to us. All the best for now. Thank you. Thank you.